taste sweeter in this town Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass Hey darling, sleeping on the black top Hey darling, running through the trees, honey Hey darling, leaving for the next town Listen, my set sketches up with me Welcome back, everybody, to the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. We are on episode 15 after about a month and a half hiatus here. At least. I am Shane Poor, and I'm here, as always, with Christian Gardner. What's up, buddy? And it has been a minute. A long minute. A long minute since we've done one of these. But we are back, and we have a lot to talk about. If we you'll get off your phone. A, sorry, I'm getting game camera pictures off my tactical <laughs> camera reveal. What can I say? Yeah, mine are going crazy right now, <laughs> they're, too. They're store, I mean, they're absolutely flooding the phone right now. Absolutely. Phone battery will be dead here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it has been a super long time. It has been a month and a half since we've at done least, the last podcast. So. At least mostly my fault. 98%. No, I'm going to say 100%. But it's okay. I'm going to say at least 98%. But, but hey. As usual with us, crap happens, but. Always. Every day. And. Let's just be honest, if it comes down between chasing a big deer or a big bear and doing a podcast. Yeah, we're going for the deer. Yeah, we're we're hard pressed. And that's what we've done. Yeah. Hardcore. I mean and that's why it's dark outside right now. Yeah, it is about six thirty right now. Yeah. What is today's date? December the what? December the third. December third. When we're recording this. So it should be sometime around Christmas when you get this and produce. Yeah, probably. (laughs) If we're if we're lucky. Maybe by New Year's Day we'll have this one out. Yeah. So uh everybody has been hunting hard yep. i mean from from the time we recorded our last podcast season was just starting yep that was the beginning of both season and now we're already clear into rifle season yep we're in second the week end of, end of the second week of rifle season so and a lot has happened and we'll have to most of your catching up will have to happen in our episodes on youtube which yep. are getting there <laughs> they're still waiting on you too christian yeah it's waiting on me too i think i'm gonna have to hire somebody as bad as i hate to do it yeah <laughs> anybody looking for an editorial job send me your application to uh, br549 yeah i was gonna say that requires money kidding. yeah we don't have no money we don't have money if you We've want to volunteer your if you want to volunteer your time to editorial person no uh <laughs> we uh need some help anyways <clears throat> no we've been filming like crazy and yep. <clears throat> i'm losing my voice yeah, Already. we have been videoing everything. We've all the guys have been out doing a good job, and there's been a lot of stuff hit the dirt. A ton. I mean, a ton. I said last year I don't think we'd ever be able to top last year, and we have <coughs> we've put her in the ground. Oh God! I mean, last year we had good. what twelve episodes in season one? Yeah, of Appalachian like Hunters. Uh, we've already got it lined out to like twenty two episodes. <laughs> on a storyboard right now. Are you serious? No, I'm. Holy I'm hundred percent serious. That's crazy. Well, we're going to jump in kind of where we left off last time. We had, uh, like you said, just started bow season out. Cote killed a pretty deer. Oh, yeah. Opening day of bow season. And our bow hunting was kind of slow. It was super slow. Everything around here was all nighttime. Everything. I mean, nothing moved. Everything I had shooter-wise was nighttime, nighttime, nighttime. Yep. Nothing. I mean, nothing at all. Yeah. And I think that's the way it was for everybody, you know, even, you know, Matthew deer hunts as hard as anybody in bow season. Oh, yeah. And he hasn't had nothing. Yeah. He's been filming, he's been filming Stella, his wife. They've been yep. filming hard, you know, to get her a deer, and it's just been tough hunting. As Has far she as got a deer goes. yet? Not yet. Not yet. Um, she come close. I don't know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. Uh, we've got the video, and it'll, and uh, 
I reckon something had happened, and she was on a deer. She was getting ready to shoot the shooter buck, she thought, but it was getting dark, and Matthew thought it was the wrong shooter buck and oh. called her off of it or something. You know, I, I don't know right offhand. We've got the video. I ain't got yeah. to go through it thoroughly yeah. and see what it was. But uh, <clears throat> but they've been filming hard. Yeah. And it, like I say, as far as bow season went, it was just slow. It was very slow. The end of bow season picked up a little bit. Yep. But by the time end of bow season come in, we were bear hunting hard. Uh, yeah. South Carolina season had come in. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything just got crazy busy everywhere else. Yeah. So kind of was what it was somebody might have missed a deer with a bow i don't know who in the hell would have done oh that. yeah 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 yeah. tell us that story i forgot about that when we're you <laughs> failed to mention that when we were outlining points i was trying to hope we can get over it but i figured oh no 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 my friend you remember last year with the tank ordeal yeah you no. would not let me walk overstep that one so let's let's yeah. go into that story real quick before yeah, we so get into gonna, bear hunting so we're gonna fast forward to the very end of bow season uh I don't know if I think we'd mentioned this on or mentioned this deer on some of our other podcasts way back in the summer months. When oh, we yeah. were talking about deer prep. Uh, Mr. Krabs, the one nine point that I had yep. at my one spot, was the only shooter I had coming in my anywhere. <laughs> like anywhere. I, yeah. I didn't have a shooter coming nowhere. But he was solid at night. And at there at the very end of bow season, like two weeks left of bow season, we got a really good cold front. Yeah. And, like, the third day of that cold front, he had come in the night before, or the morning before, at, like, 6 o'clock. Like, 30 minutes before daylight. But yeah. was out of there. And I said, you know what? I guarantee you, he's going to daylight one of these next two days. Yeah. He hasn't daylighted yet. Not one time all year did he daylight. And uh, I kind of had hit all the points perfectly. I said, yeah. his cold front's coming in. He hasn't daylighted yet. If he's going to daylight, it's going to be probably this evening, the evening that I went hunting. Yeah. You know, leaves are changing. Leaves are on the ground. It's super dry. You could hear for miles in the woods. And uh, they still hadn't started chasing yet or nothing. It was still too early for that. And uh, I'd set in. Just had uh, re-brushed in the blind because it had blown away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which we got video of on the Tacticam reveal. The blind had bro- blown away, not the brush. Yeah, just the, to the, the blind. Yeah, the whole blind, the whole ground blind. Yeah, because you sent me a picture on your phone of the blind rolling by the camera. Yeah, yeah, that happened. So I went in there and re- you know, retied it down, and by God, if it goes somewhere now, it's going to have to rip trees up by the roots. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it at that. But anyways, but anyways, got the blind brushed in and stuff a couple days before, and I said, like I say, hit all the talking points perfectly. Everything was perfect. Yeah. And it was like 5 o'clock. At the time, sunset was at like... 7.30 or something like that. It was like o'clock. 7. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was, just, it was before the time change. And uh, I heard I heard a deer coming. Yeah. I said, that's probably one of them does. I had a couple of does coming in. Just a pair of does was all that was coming. I said, I bet it's one of them. And I look up, and I could just see tips of antlers coming through the woods. I'm like, you got to be joking me. I don't know what deer this is, but we're going to see here in just a second. And I turned, tried to GoPro going. I said, I believe that's Mr. Krabs coming in. And sure enough, here come Mr. Krabs right down this ridge and right to me. Yeah, and he stepped out at like 20 yards, didn't he? It was like 35. 35? He stepped out. I know it was close. It was close, yeah. Coming right to the Big and J. Yeah. I mean, coming to it. And... I'll be honest with you, 
and I had my compound bow with me. I've I've yet to shoot a deer with a compound bow at this time. Yeah. And uh, I shot at that doe early, early bow season and missed it. Yeah. I think we mentioned that in another podcast. Yeah, we talked about that. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> that's the only other thing I shot at with the compound. Yeah. Well, needless to say, when Mr. Krabs showed up here in the open, I kind of lost it just a little bit. Buck fever set in real, real, real quick. <laughs> I mean, he come in, yeah, and you, all training went out the window. Yeah, all, all, all thought processes, it left. seems like, went out the window, it too. It left. And I'll be honest with you, he's not a, he wasn't a monster deer. He's a, he's a good deer for here, and I'm super proud of him. Yeah. Tickled to yeah, death yeah, yeah. of him. But, I, I mean, I would have been tickled to death with him. And... Uh, I lost it. He walked in. I got the camera set up and got it to where I knew he was going to come to. Yeah. The big and J. And I had my bow sitting there in my lap. I was like, this sucker's going to have it. Hell, I didn't even turn the tacticam on. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was like, this is, this is actually going to happen. Yeah. Everything is perfect. I, I, I keep kind of stuttering just because if you could ever have a perfect hunt. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Between the camera work, the... I mean, just everything. Yeah, he, everything. He possible. read the script perfect. Couldn't have asked it for it any better. Come in, grunting. That's yeah. what really tore me up. He come in. Bleh, bleh. I mean, you could hear him you coming down that ridge. You can hear it in the camera too. Yeah, it's you awesome. Hear it in the camera. I mean, cutting a fit. Yeah. And I was like, oh god, this is gonna happen right here in front of me. I mean, he's gonna come here at about thirty yards and he's gonna get swacked. Yeah. Well, Not he come in. To swackers. We shoot NAPs. No, yes. Yeah, NAP brought Sorry, just to clarify. Yeah, just clarification. Um, he come in, quartering towards me, first of all, and he looks up, and I, knowing that deer didn't see me. No, I mean, no, he wasn't looking at you. He was just looking no, around. No, nope. He was not alert He never at all. seen me, never alerted, but I got nervous, and for some reason, I'm like, shoot, I'm going to have to kill this deer right now. He sees me. I'm, I'm going to spook him. So what I do in about a matter of a half a second, pull back, draw, look, pow. <laughs> Just like that. Didn't look. I didn't look to my peep sight. I didn't follow through. Hell, I just picked up and pulled back and a pow. As soon as I you looked, felt the back wall of the bow, you shot, didn't you? Yeah, I just let it go. I let it fly. I was tore all to pieces. Hell, at 30 yards, you got to be close, don't you? No. No, <laughs> not even. I was like, he went, I mean, didn't make a sound. I just stopped. I got another arrow out because I could tell he either, either it wasn't a good hit or missed him altogether. Yeah. But he ran like three yards out of frame and just stood there. He didn't spook, thank God. He just looked around and he'd pick his head up and smell and look around. and Yeah. He put his head back down and fed right on back down the ridge. No never had another stop, never had another shot on him because he was going kind of away from me. Yeah. But never spooked. I was Sheesh. like... Oh, God, you know, I'm tore all to pieces. My hand is shaking. I'm tore up. I don't even know if I turned the camera back on or not. <laughs> I mean, I know the camera was on rolling, and I was trying to see him, but I don't know if GoPro or nothing on. I was, yeah. I was tore up from the floor up. You yeah. thought I was tore up when I seen Tex. Oh, I remember. You called me right after after yeah. you missed that deer, and you were a little upset. I was, once I, it took me a minute to realize I'd missed him. I don't think that I realized I'd missed him when he was walking down the hill, well, until he put his head down to feed. Really? When he was standing there, I think, just because it was just so quick, so yeah. it happened so fast, I believe I thought he was hit standing there bleeding out. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I've done it now. This deer's dead. And then I see him put his head down, and that's when it kind of realized. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've done something wrong here. 
So we go back and review the footage. What did the footage show? Oh, right over his back. I mean, right over him. Mm. Not even close. It's like two foot. <laughs> it is bad. Um, I, in the heat of that moment, I thought I'd done everything right. Yeah. And that's when I called you. I was like, I'd done everything right. I slowed it down. I was patient. Hell no, I was not. You can watch a GoPro <laughs> footage. You could see it in my eyes. My eyes are so wide, you could see nothing but white. I was... <laughs> I mean, tore up. Well, I don't think that bow sat still for a half a second, not no, once. No, you whole hear time it I draw and release. It was pretty quick. It was fast, but it was quick. So yeah, honestly, I missed the deer. <laughs> you missed the deer, and honestly, looking back at the footage, it's probably way better, way better that you did because he was at the angle and stuff. That would have been yes. a that would have been a tough shot for anybody to make. Yeah, that he was quartering to me, I, I, and I said this in the camera. I said I made. I done everything you could wrong. Yeah, I made the wrong shot. I didn't follow through. I, just everything. I, I can sit there and list it all. Well, all you day got long, buck fever. I mean, that it, was your first shot with a compound bow right. on a good deer. Right now, if it was a comp, if it was a crossbow, oh, he'd have died. Yeah, right. He'd have died. No, no ends if or butts. But that's part of the compound thing, and that's why I wanted to use a compound. Yeah, because I I know there there's just more to it. Anybody yeah, everybody hunts with a compound. Well, bows. and. Honestly, and I wanted that little extra, and that I paid the price kindly. Your first opportunity at a deer in a spot that you had set up, and you yeah. had doing, been doing all the work and everything. It was just completely your spot. Yep. And then for that deer, I mean, it's there's a lot that goes into setting up a spot like that. Yeah. And everything was kind of right there. Yeah. We'd worked and worked a spot. I've hunted this spot since I started hunting. Never had a good buck showing up here. That's yep. This is the first buck that showed up on this property that's ever worth a dime. Yeah, and if you're wondering about the property, we done some lives there yep. over the summer yep. doing prep work and yep. stuff. we done a couple live videos. Uh, you'll see it in the deer prep episode coming up on Appalachian Holler Hunters pretty yep. soon. Uh, I mean, this place got a lot of work done to it. Oh, yeah. a lot And a ton of feeding. Yeah. A ton of feeding. A lot of corn and a lot of Big and J went into that place. Yep. I have a lot of happy does and happy turkeys. I know that. <laughs> but... No, he was, like I say, everything was perfect. And I was just hurt. I mean, hurt. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I'd really missed it here before that, aside from that doe. That doe. I well, think, and the doe you shot last year. Well, she was hit, but never could find her. She got hurt. Yeah. That's Anyways, let's get on that. <laughs> Still can't right. believe that. But uh, So we bounce ahead. We go from there into bear season did we yep we go from there into bear season it was just a couple weeks yeah. well actually it was just a couple of days and yeah. opening week of bear season which up here is basically a local holiday oh without when bear a doubt. season opens i mean it's everybody gets together the night before we all everybody has cookouts i mean yeah every other truck you see day. has a big old dog box oh, on the back yes. i mean dog box on the bed and garmin drive tracks on the windshield that's right that's right <laughs> i mean that's what you see everywhere around here yeah we are that was one of the things we done was a bunch of us got together and had a cookout yeah not before and yeah. uh well we've done that for deer season this year too yeah we've done that for deer season Hunting is well. just a, a good way to get together and enjoy yeah. everything yeah know? well that's what it's all about having fun with your friends right. but uh i drew a blank boys. so bear Anyways. season <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't think it's. I think it's been quite a while since we've done a podcast. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's so North Carolina minute. bear season opened. You hunted with Joe mostly that first week, didn't you? 
Uh, I'll, no, honestly, I kind of bebopped around. That first week, Kevin come down yeah. from Jersey, and he was going to try to get a bear. And uh, the first day, we hopped around everywhere. We started out with one group. We went to another group. We ended up with Cody and Walker's group, who treat a bear. Yeah. And uh, a girl had shot it out who had never shot one. Yeah. A pretty good bear. It was like, I don't even remember how big it was, like 200 pounds or something. Yeah. It was a good average bear from yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. And, uh. It's a good race, you know. Overall, we've seen a little bit of a race from each group, so as a whole, the whole <laughs> day was pretty good. Uh, second day, I mean, after the first day, I didn't see a whole lot of action personally. Yeah, everybody had action. You know, Mitch's group they had a ton of action. They killed bear. Uh, Joe's group killed a bear second day, but I wasn't with yeah. them. Uh, everywhere I'd go, I kind of made the wrong move. I'd go with one person thinking they were going to do good and another group would do good. You'd be I just, you'd behind the eight ball the whole time. That was it. The entire time just trying to get Kevin in a spot to, to get his first bear. Yeah. And uh, every move I made was the wrong one. Yeah. But like I say, that wasn't from a lack of trying or a lack of uh, a lack of uh, well, and when happenings because everybody when you're bear had hunting bear. With groups that size and with hounds and everything, it's a lot of luck just getting in front of one anyway. Yeah, it is. And because that first week was successful. Super successful. Yeah. I think there was, we had at least one bear down every day the first week of season between yeah. one of the groups. Oh, yeah. Because let's, I got ahead of that. We have how many groups right now bear hunting? We've got Mitch and JP's group. Yeah. Uh, Cody and Walker's group, yep. Bucky and them. Uh, Joe's group, hunting yep. over. Uh, Travis Shoemaker's group. Yeah. Benny Vance's I've group. I've been hunting with Benny. You've yep. been with Benny. And, uh, then there's two or three groups up on grandfather that we don't have guys with but right you've got those groups and then we've got a group or two we got a group at the coast yeah solely doing stuff down there and we've got a group in tennessee yep so <clears throat> but as far as north carolina we've got five right here that we're in whether that we're personally involved with. right yeah and uh so knowing we had a chance you know but between one of those five we knew he's gonna have luck somebody's gonna get one and they did every oh, yeah. day somebody killed a bear a uh, couple good ones. We had a couple 300-pound bear, you yeah. know, some pretty good ones. Yep. And uh, on the second week, it slowed down a little bit, but not by much. Uh, I think, I'll be honest with you, I lost count of how many we killed first couple of weeks. Overall, first bear season, I think there was like 20 bear killed Yeah, in the county. Well, in the in second week, you don't have as many people hunting because you got a lot of people come up here, right. so you don't have as much help. Right. You get a lot of guys, well, just like Kevin, that come in for the first week because that's your best opportunity. That yeah. first week when they hadn't really been run, uh, that's your best opportunity to get a black bear here, and so a lot of people will know that and come up. We had yeah. people come from down in Florida, come up and hunted, some people from Alabama. We had Kevin come up from, or come down from Jersey. Yeah. And... Uh, <clears throat> is a super busy that first week and then afterwards it's it really kind of hones into to the main guys yeah the core the, groups yep and yeah. uh it really show it it really you can really tell yeah after that because if you look at our social media bam 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 bear on the ground bear on the ground bear on the ground bear on the ground and you can really start seeing these groups thrive yeah and overall first bear season north carolina west north carolina was insane it was crazy i mean it was crazy it's kind of an understatement of how good it really was yeah and a ton of good footage to go with it well and that was just like the day me and parker went with benny and them boys we wasn't even planning on going bear hunting we just ended up going up to the top of the mountain and uh we were squirrel hunting that day i mean i brought everything just in case and i run into benny up there and he's like 
we don't really have that much help. Uh, you want to go run around with some of these young boys and kind of keep them, keep them in line. And I said, that's fine. So I teamed up with some high school boys and we ended up getting in front of the race. And I mean, we were, we were right in front of the race, oh, yeah. but then the dog treed, there was, he was coming down the river and there was two trails between us and him. We went to the further down trail because he hadn't showed sign of slowing up Yeah, and he treed right beside the first trail. So we had to come back up out of the gorge, and get, which for those of you listening, out of the gorge is a heck of a walk. Yeah, we're talking about Lin- it's no real no secret it's Linville Gorge, and if you've ever been in that place, you know it's rough. So we it's got probably back to the, the roughest trucks. country, roughest part of the country in this county. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it's tough, especially on this side of the county. But yeah, so we got back to the trucks and went up to the other trail, and by the time we got up there, Benny and uh brett and a couple other boys had were about a half a mile ahead of us walking in so we grabbed the backpacks and stuff and we headed in there and they were able it was treed it was a good bear they had a young boy it was brett's little boy he got in there and was able to get it killed and it was just this whole big ordeal but it was it was a lot of fun and i had parker with me and she had never experienced bear hunting before that's awesome she had never heard the dogs running never got to experience any of that and she walked about three miles in with me, and it was straight down. Shoot. I mean, it was straight down. And the whole time, I'm like, girl, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. I said, and you realize yeah. that we have to walk back out of here? Like, when we get to the bottom, that's the easy part. Then yeah. you've got to come back up, and we're packing the bear out on top of that. Because, I mean, oh yeah, I had all the backpacks on my back. Yeah. And it's so we tough. get down there, and they got the bear killed and everything, and we divvy it up and we waited for some more help to come on down in there. By the time we got done, there's about 10 of us down in there. And them Man. other boys, I mean, I appreciated them walking in because that. God, yeah. And I, I had plenty of backpacks, so that took weight out of every one of them. So I, I yeah. ended up only carrying out a ham on my backpack, which weighed about 5,000 pounds by the time I got back to the oh, truck. Oh, I guarantee but, it. You coming straight up. Yeah. How many hundreds of hundreds of feet? Yeah, yeah. And I had, on a Garmin, a I had on a Garmin watch, and it was like giving me the middle finger by the time. It was like, are I you serious it. right now? Yeah. But, yeah, there was one point we were walking up the trail, and me and Parker, we were walking with another dude, and we were all just killed. Oh, yeah. And so I was counting to 100 steps. We'd take 100 steps, and then we'd stop. And take a break for a second. Right. And then take 100 steps. But in those 100 steps, you're climbing 100 foot of elevation. I yep. mean, and we stopped one time and we sat down. And, of course, I'm pouring a sweat. Oh, God, I yeah. mean, I'm sweating like crazy. And I've kind of got my head down. And she looks over at me and she goes, Daddy, are you crying? Because sweat was just running <laughs> yeah. down my face. And I looked at her and I said, Baby girl, at this point, I'm not real sure I may be. <laughs> Yeah, I may actually be crying. Yeah, well, that first part of bear season is pretty warm. Yeah, it was Overall, very warm. I mean, it's up in the 60s a lot of days, most days. Yeah. Up until the very end of it, and even then it don't really reach below 50. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I by the time we were heading in there, it had already gotten hot. Yep. And I knew what was coming ahead of us, so I left my jacket and hoodie and everything in the truck. I just had on a t-shirt. Yeah. Because I knew what was coming. And she's like, I think I need a jacket. And I said, no, no, you do not. You put on a T-shirt. I said, you're fine. I said, we'll get out of here before dark. But I knew what was coming. And I was worried that it was going to kind of buffalo her or scare her a little bit. She, I swear the other day, she said she had more fun bear hunting than she did deer hunting. 
She's like, I well, like deer hunting, but I really like bear hunting. It's fun. I mean, it's a blast. I mean, even if you go in those rough places, it's still a blast. Yeah, she was a trooper. She told <laughs> we got about out of there, and she looked at Benny and she said, "Benny, it'd be nice if you had some barbecue down in here for us to <laughs> eat." <laughs> <laughs> Go, he yeah. just got started laughing he's like well if your daddy's got a lighter i can cook you up some of his bear meat real quick <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah gosh she is a trooper though that kind of leads into your deer you got up here well let's uh take a break real quick and then we will be back shortly with the back 40 skull sessions podcast this segment of the back 40 skull sessions podcast is brought to you by bone collector game calls the official game calls of the appalachian holler hunters whether it's locator calls, turkey calls, or deer calls, you can find all your calls at bonecollector.com. Proudly made in the USA. I've got a problem. What is it? I've got this trail camera put up, supposed to be sailor, and I cannot get it to send pictures to me whatsoever. Was it a Tacticam? No, it's some other one I picked up, I think, at Walmart. Well, there's your problem right there, man. Tacticam has the best trail cameras on the market. As far as the cell cams go. Really? Yeah, they pick up in places that no other camera will. They send pictures to your phone, and you can set it to send once a day, twice a day, or every time it takes a picture. So you mean to tell me it's still going to get out and send pictures in these rough, awful parts of this country in Appalachian Mountains? Man, it sends me pictures in places my cell phone won't even get out. Really? Yeah, so you need to pick one of those things up, because you don't know what you're missing. I think I'll do that this evening. Go get you a tactic camera reveal egg. So I had a guy come in the shop the other day and said he saw a giant buck cross the road in front of him. Oh. But I have no way of knowing who owns the property you run onto. Yeah, you do. How? You get the Onyx Hunt app. What is that? It's a mapping tool. You can see how big parcels are, who owns those parcels, and in some cases, get the tax addressed where you can either send them a letter or go knock on their door and see if you can possibly hunt their property. Really? So I can use that app to find out who owns that property and possibly get permission? Yes, sir. Heck yeah, pull it up. Let's get on there and find out who owns that property because I'm telling you, he's a monster. Let's do it. All right, man. All right, guys, we are back with the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast. We had to take a little break there for just a second. We's dying. Our voices need a little bit of water. Well, I mean, me and you both are coming <laughs> off a head cold right here. Yeah. And it's just been a mess. But Yeah. So that was Bear Season 1, and it was a great success in my opinion. Yes. A lot of exciting action and the episodes coming up are going to prove it. Like, oh, it's there's so cool. much that we want to say, but we're, I want to leave it for the episode because yeah. there's some awesome, awesome stuff. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll might, we may or may not get yelled at by Peter once or twice on that one, but it was all ethical as it could be. Yeah, I mean, they'll get I over mean, it. That's it. It's just bear hunting. It's part of bear hunting in a place like this. Yeah, that, I mean, that is so, what it is when yeah, it comes yeah. to bear hunting. So That's right. Well, part of the, well, that's part of what makes it so fun. That's exactly right. So, uh, but anyways. So anyway, we moved from there into muzzleloader season, which is my favorite time of the year to deer hunt. I've been saying that forever. If you got deer to hunt. Well, just regardless. <laughs> regardless. Muzzleloader season is my favorite time. We have an early muzzleloader season up here. And every year, the biggest deer I have on camera, that's the first time that they will daylight. You always want them to come in during that early right. bow season and get one down early. And every once in a while, one does. Right. But consistently, year after year, that early muzzleloader season is the first time that the big bucks that I have on camera will daylight. Yeah. And, I mean, that is when I really buckle down for the first time. And this year, it went it worked to a T. I mean, it right. was exactly 
like it like i was hoping it would be right um we had a really good deer here on the home farm that was 20 inches wide mainframe eight point really nice deer he was one of our target deer we had three i think at that point in the season target right. deer and sure enough he daylighted and i just so happened to be sneaking around behind the tractor to mm-hmm. catch him i don't think we mentioned that either well, yeah, another so, other podcast. Yeah, we had a I, I had a blind set up, an elevated tower set up, but I didn't get in there to get the limbs cut to be able to get shooting lanes right. right. And so we're getting close to the opening day of muzzleloader season. I'm like, I got to get something done. So I went and jumped on the tractor and moved it over beside the elevated blind, turned it sideways, and took a chair behind it. And I was like, I'll just sit behind the tractor. I mean, they there see this tractor out in the field all the right. time. They don't pay any attention to it. So that's what I did, and by God, and we got a cold front come through, and I tucked in right beside the back tire of the tractor. I had deer walk within ten feet of me. Oh yeah, and me sitting out in the wide open, yeah. tucked up against that tire. I'm sitting there like hugging the tire, pretending I'm a tire, <laughs> and they never spooked. I mean, they never saw me. The right. scent crusher done its job. That's right. They never smell me, and right before dark, the deer were down in the bean field, and they started going up the hill toward the garden spot. And we had a bunch of rye planted up there. And so I stood up and I'm glassing and I look up on the hill right above the rye patch and there he stands, that big white eight standing up there. God. And sure enough, here he comes, just dope a dope a dope right down through there and right into the rye patch and put his head <laughs> down and started eating. And so I had to let him get clear of some obstacles before we have an apple tree that's got a big uh, oh, yeah. grate around it and stuff. And I had to let him get clear of those. And the footage is clear. It's right. right at last light. Right. I mean, I had plenty of time to shoot, but camera light right. gets thin. Oh, yeah. And so I stood up and laid the gun across the fender of the tractor. <laughs> and made it work, by yep. God. And I squeezed the trigger, and it just, poof, everything was gone. Wide out. Yep. No wind. It seemed like it took that smoke 20 minutes to clear. Just nothing Nothing, yeah. And so the smoke clears. <clears throat> there's no deer. Nothing. <laughs> And, and that's when the I don't know start. Oh yeah, uh, I replayed that video again the other day. I must have said I don't know twenty times after I shot. I was like, "That's a good deer." I'm pretty sure I hit him, but I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't. Know. And I don't know. I don't know why I said I don't know that many times. We'll be sure to put a I don't know counter on. We're going to have to because I'd, I'd say we'll hit fifteen anyway. <laughs> so uh, that's when the fun started. So I called you. Yep. And thinking. This is going to be a slam dunk. And we were looking for blood and weren't finding anything yeah. at the side of the shot. And we got back in the woods, what do you say, about 25 yards, something like that? Yeah, give or take. And she opened up. And I mean, when I say opened up, there was blood everywhere. It yep. was pouring. And I'm like, well, this is going to be a piece of cake. He's going to run 30, 40 yards and lay down. Oh, yeah. This wasn't the case. Wrong. Once again, Parker was with us on yep. this deal. We ended up walking... Between half and three quarters of a mile, down in the straight line, downhill through the thickest, nastiest thicket you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Um, for how how far did you think it was? It was about half or three quarters of a mile. Yeah, that sounds. About I right. put it on on X, and it was yeah. right between half a mile and three quarters of a mile. Yeah. And the blood was good almost the whole way. Yeah. There was one point where it got kind of thin. There was a yeah. There was only like one or two spots where it was like, I can where did it go from here? But but he were he was taking real hard turns. Yep. Once we found the turn, then we were right back on yep. blood. Yep. And 
at the end of the trail there he laid straight down in, in the middle creek. of a creek and i mean huge body on that deer god yeah that deer was a freaking tank i i would have given anything to be able to weigh that deer yeah which skipping ahead a little bit but we ended up having to turn him uphill and gut him in the thicket yep and that was <laughs> were you in there when i made the water appear oh yeah with parker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to think about it. I was there the whole time. Everyone yeah. was about puked. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hold a leg, and I start splitting him open, and Christian goes, and, I don't know what happened. And you had the I flashlight, just, too. Yeah. And I mean, it's pitch black dark, and my seven-year-old's standing there holding the leg like a trooper, <laughs> and here goes Christian rolling off through the dang laurel thicket trying to throw up on me. I don't know Parker. what happened. <laughs> she looked at me, and she goes, he's kind of a I wolf. I thought she ain't popped together or something. No. It smelled awful. I've got a, I've got a weak stomach. It's no, it's no uh, surprise <laughs> at this point. We didn't see the part with the gut pile last or last year. Well, I mean, so uh, it definitely yeah. got <laughs> it got gut. The deer was quartering yeah. away. It went in right at the last rib and come out the shoulder. Yeah, but it took everything between there and yeah the exit. And she was smelling pretty good. Yeah, Parker looks at me. She goes, "He's kind of a wuss, ain't he?" I was like, yeah, just a little bit. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not do this, but yeah. <laughs> Can't so, help it. Anyway, we were able to get him lightened up a little bit, and we looked on on X, and we were about what thirty yards from a old four wheeler trail. Yep. So we it took everything. It was everything me and you and Dad could do to drag him after he'd already road. been field dressed to that road. Yeah. And then we run into another issue. We're right on the edge of the property line. There are no roads. That road is an old logging road. There's no way to get a four wheeler or anything in right. there because now it's grown up with laurel. Yeah. It's still flat, but it's nothing but laurel. But we were able to get on the power or on the property line right away because it had been pretty freshly cut. Yep. And walked back out to the barn, so it wasn't bad walking as far as the brush and stuff. It was just steep. Right. So we leave the deer down there yep. in the four wheeler trail, and we pull back out, get the youngin out of the woods. By this time, it's way past her bedtime. Yes, yeah, what eleven? Ten thirty. Ten thirty, something like that. And so we call for reinforcements. We hit the Holler Hunters group chat, yep. and the boys showed up. Yeah. I mean, we had guys showed up. three guys from the Holler Hunters, and two of my other buddies showed up, yeah. and so we got a sled and some ropes and stuff and plenty of lights and some strong backs, and we and headed back we in there. Yep, there we went. And it was, it was Cody Walker and Dawson, wasn't it? Uh-huh, and then Sam and Doug Wood, or yep. blah, <clears throat> Sam Woody and Doug Tennant. Yeah. Doug Woody. Doug Woody. He'll like that. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. <laughs> Old Doug Woody. Yeah, Doug Woody. But anyway, yeah, you so know. we we had to put him on a sled and tie him to the sled. Yeah. And it was everything six of us could do to get him out of there. Define tying to a sled, meaning uh, about, I don't know, 20 yards of mules tape and uh, paracord. Uh, paracord, a lot of knots. Hey, but it made it worked. <laughs> I mean, it worked, and everybody took a turn dragging it except for one. Who was that Who? one, Christian? Who? There ain't an owl in here. <laughs> did I not? No, you didn't. You never touched that sled. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. But you were recording, so it was okay. No, I helped push it. Remember, we got up there in that one part. Oh, I helped push. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dawson was there. He knows. Yeah. Somebody had to film this. Yeah. 
But we did. We we got it on film <laughs> with my professional cell phone camera. Yeah, I remember Dude. you started to take my big camera back in there, and I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're not taking the big camera back in there. I don't even remember that part. It's all on my phone. Oh, we're good. Yeah, we need to record these podcasts sooner. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> It's all right, because oh, I got a good memory. God. So we got We've him out of there. We've had so many things happen. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we got him out of there. So that's success. Check number Check. one. That's a that's a tag field. Dang good, dear. And then we had talked on the last podcast about a deer that somebody had seen crossing the road. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we did. And I am proud to say that we can reveal... Exactly what happened, because we closed that story, too. Yep. Um, So, a friend of mine saw this deer crossing the highway about a mile from where we've got a piece of property, like we said on that last podcast. And so, I went in on him. I mean, and I went in on him hard. I I took a stand. The first thing I put up there was a tree stand. Yep. I figured, if we're going to draw him into this property, he don't know what's on this property. If the stand's there before the first time he sets foot up here, he'll never know the difference. Right. So, I put a stand up. Started baiting apples and stuff, and here he come. It wasn't two weeks, and I had him on camera, and he was a freaking stud. Yeah. I mean. Monster. He was a big, big, big eight point. And so we start getting pictures of him and stuff, and sure enough, that first muzzleloader season comes in. He starts daylighting. Yep. And we get on to the end of the first week, and he's daylighting three days in a row in the afternoon. And Saturday evening, I, we were finishing work here at 12 o'clock, and I told Dad, I said, because when we got pictures of this deer, he got excited. Oh, yeah. This is a piece of property that his great-grandfather used to farm. It means a lot to him. He's right. worked his butt off to get it back in the family, buying it up piece at a time. Right. And I could tell it was just, it meant a lot to him. Yeah. And so I was like. Sentimental value. On yeah. And when I started getting pictures of that deer, I was like, why don't you hunt that one? And he said, you really don't want to kill that deer? I said, well, it ain't that. I was like, I've got other deer that I'm after. So right. you take this one. So it comes time. It's time to kill that deer. Oh, yeah. And I tell him, I said, you need to be in the stand up there this evening. I ain't hunting this evening. It's too damn windy. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, I don't care. I said, the wind direction is right. That deer's daylighted the last three days. He's not yep. going to do this for much longer. You need mm-hmm. to be up there this evening. Yep. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. And I finally got to the point. I was getting upset. I was getting frustrated. And I yep. finally said, look. I told you you could hunt this deer. I would stay away. But if you don't go up there this evening, I'm going to go kill him. I said, that deer will die today. Right. Whether it be by you or by me. I said, I will go shoot that deer, and I will not feel bad about it. And he's like, you really that confident? He's going. I said, I swear he's going to be there. Yeah. So he went. He loaded up at 2.30. He went in early. And it was cold. It was windy. The wind up there, it don't give up. It blows hard. Yeah. And he swore that it was snowing up there even though it was 50 <laughs> degrees outside he swore it was snowing sideways and then sure enough five o'clock here comes a doe around the side of the hill and here comes a freaking giant rack God. right behind her and he lets her get he lets him get right into the bait pile and son he put that muzzleloader right on his shoulder and he squeezed and he laid him down right there i mean no he word. never took a step and, and what a friggin giant <laughs> for a north carolina deer it you was a stud right 
to the tune of about 143 inches. Yep. And then some change. His biggest North Carolina deer by far, his second highest scoring deer ever. He killed a 144 in Texas. He's yep. a mainframe 10, but this deer <clears throat> outframes that deer by loss. Deer is a pretty deer. Huge. Yeah. I would have given anything to have it on camera. But dad's yeah. not into the whole filming thing. Yeah. He can barely run a cell phone, let alone a camera. Yeah. I'll have to tape a GoPro to his forehead and use a remote. Yeah. Click it, it on and off. Yeah. <laughs> well, and right about this same, <coughs> excuse me, right about this same time is the start of the South Carolina rifle season. Yep. Wasn't it like the same weekend? Yeah, the same weekend. So this is Saturday. And I had talked him into going hunting in South Carolina with Greg on Monday and Tuesday. He's going to leave yep. Sunday evening. So he lays down the biggest deer of his life on Saturday evening. Yeah. All right, cool. So he's going to head to South Carolina and hunt Monday and Tuesday. Right. Which Monday and Tuesday, bear season had started. Yep. But he was hunting South Carolina. Monday evening, he goes into a stand that I've got pictures of a really nice eight point on. He's sitting there a little while, and Dad's got this thing down there where if the deer does not walk across a four-wheeler trail, he won't shoot it. He will not shoot it. He'll sit there and wait for it to walk across the <laughs> four-wheeler trail. And so here comes a pretty nice seven-point, and it makes the, the mistake it walked out in the four-wheeler trail. Yeah. So he put it on his shoulder, and pow, dropped him right there. Bam. Nice deer. Yeah, heck yeah. So he's like, all right, we're good to go. <clears throat> he starts tying his gun up he lowers his gun out of the tree stand yeah start to put his backpack on sees movement over on the other hill he's looking thinking shit maybe it's a coyote or something so he grabs his rope and starts pulling his gun back up yeah he gets his gun back up and pops another shell in because he shoots encore it's a single shot yep looks and sure enough here comes that big freaking eight point that i've been getting <laughs> oh, on camera God, and he made the fatal mistake he walked dad's like i wasn't gonna shoot him he said i wasn't gonna be greedy and then he turned and come right up the hill and stopped broadside in the four-wheeler trail 40 yards from the stand you gotta do it Completely <laughs> dropped him right <laughs> in his freaking tracks three dang monsters in a matter of what three days yeah in three days and then the next day he shot a doe yeah Got to get that management done. That's it. So, uh, uh, so many deer. <laughs> yeah. Dad and then bird. so up here, bear season had started. He comes back from South Carolina and the following Saturday shoots a bear up here. Yeah. Still hunting. Yep. So in a eight day span, he kills three bucks, a doe, and a bear. And a bear. <coughs> So to say, I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. We're going to have to take an x-ray and see if he's hiding that golden horseshoe up his hind end. Yeah, something. I mean, my God. You called me and told me that. I said, you're never going to guess this. I said, what? He said, he just shot a deer in South Carolina. I was like, you're kidding after shooting that big deer up here? Yeah. That ain't the kicker. What? He shot another one after that. (laughs) It was bigger than the first one. (laughs) Bigger than the first one. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that was what God. that was what was the kicker for me. It was like this is twenty five minutes apart or something like that. And usually a big deer's not gonna come back in or most of the time a big deer won't come back in if he was close when that shot rang off, but he must have just right. been cruising. Had to have been. Do they start chasing down there sooner than they do up here? The uh, first of November. First week of November's right. kinda like the Midwest. Yeah. <coughs> they started chasing up here about the same time. They were chasing when rifle season opened. 
Yeah. I think like the week before rifle season opened up here. The week before rifle season was our best time. Yeah. That was the third week in November, second week in yeah. November, third week in November. Well, for most places it was. Overall it was. My spots it was. Yeah. There, I don't know, from time muzzleloader opened till yeah. rifle season opened. Nothing. There was times I didn't even have a doe come in. Really? I mean, never. I mean. You got hit by I, acorns, though. Bad. That, Big time. That's what that was. You got hit by acorns. I mean, I've been hit by acorns before, you know? Yeah. It was no, a, there were sir. a lot of areas. It was a bumper I, crop this year. I promise you, I'd be lucky to have one doe every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I would have nothing. I mean, a good part about it, I didn't have to replace no batteries and no cameras for two yeah. months at a time. But, <laughs> but didn't get to put no, didn't have to put no pressure in there to put no quarter nothing out or no yeah. big and J because it wasn't getting neat. Yeah. It's just sitting there. And, uh, I mean, it was rough. Those for, those couple months, at least on my spots, were terrible. Well, I found this year where the, Tennessee higher, and North Carolina. the higher elevation areas got hit harder with acorns than the lower places. We were looking for bear sign down in the gorge. Yeah. And once you get down in a little ways, there were no acorns down there. Yeah. All the acorns hit high. Yeah, and that's all my spots. They're all pretty high in elevation. Yeah. You know, even for up here. Yeah. They're all on ridge tops and stuff. And it was a crazy year for acorns yeah. i mean there's still plenty of acorns out oh yeah i mean now that the rut's kind of starting starting to wind down it ain't it ain't over yet they're still running pretty good up here the the bumps are still searching right the does have pretty much done their first estrus cycle right so they're pretty much done with that first cycle but the bucks are still trying to find that last hot doe yeah and they're they're kind of starting to go back to feed a little bit yeah but it really don't matter because there's still a lot of acorns left yeah unfortunately it's going to make I think, I think after rifle season, I think yeah. it's going to get pretty good. I'd say we'll still have a pretty, pretty good amount of deer killed. Well, usually but, that feedback period is is yeah. a good period. Yeah, I believe it'll be good. I've got two bucks coming now. First time I've never seen these deer. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not great deer. They're outside deers. Yeah, I'd shoot them. I'm yeah. not too. I'm not picky. I mean, by no means. Not too proud, are you? Nope, I ain't by a bit. By somewhere else, maybe, but here at the house, no, I ain't going to clean. Well, man, there was, a, done. there was a week um, during the rut, I think it was the week I was in Illinois, yeah. uh, that same farm that Dad killed that big deer on, I had eight different bucks that I had never had a picture of Shoot. come through in one night. You're kidding one me. One freaking night, and you'd get one or two pictures of them, and they'd be gone. But yeah. I had eight different bucks, and I haven't had a picture. Mo- almost all of them I hadn't had a picture of them since then. Hmm. It was crazy. I'll be darned. I've got, well, my other, well, the same spot where I missed crabs. Yeah. Uh, got a deer there. Well, remember the Tim went to come in there I showed you earlier yeah, yeah, season? Yeah, yeah, He come in about three weeks ago. Nice. First time I've seen him since. I don't think he's been killed. He's a pretty good deer. Yeah. He's a lot bigger than I thought he was. Yeah, he's a good uh, deer. He's a lot better than I thought. If I'd really hope he comes in yeah he's a really nice deer but uh anyways completely sidetracked off yep. topic it's all right but anyways. it's all right so <laughs> we go from there and i was actually able to sneak down to south carolina for a weekend yep. um i went down there to pick up a rifle because i hadn't been able to get one in to take to excuse me just one second that's you ah, ah. there it is, there it is. <laughs> We can cut that out. Uh, probably we not. Probably won't. <laughs> we definitely can. We have all the capabilities to do so. <laughs> but but we we're not going to. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to sneeze. So I went down to South Carolina to pick up a, a gun, and I was going to slip over to the club and hunt 
two days or a yeah. day or just whatever, just a quick trip, mainly just to go feed. Right. And so I slide down there to the hunting club, and I got there on Thursday, Friday at lunchtime. Yeah. Friday at lunchtime. And I'd been watching the reveals down there, and they were showing. I had one really good old deer that I was really trying to get killed before November got here. He was five and a half, six and a half year old deer, mainframe six point, just big wide deer. But he was a deer we've had on camera for three or four years, and he had been showing up in daylight. Yeah. So I sneak into that same box blind that I killed both of those deer down last year. Yeah. And sure enough, 30 minutes before dark, I look, and here comes some does. They keep looking back. Here comes that freaking six point. Mm -hmm. I mean, just picture perfect, as pretty as you please. Uh The camera's rolling the whole time. I swing the camera, get video of him coming through that bottom, coming right in. And what does he do? Walks right over the feeder and puts his head down. (laughs) That was a bad, bad call. Mistake. Yep. (laughs) So I just laid him up right beside the feeder just like the one last year. (laughs) Laid him up, boys. I'm not too proud to put one down beside the feeder. No, sir. That's where he chooses to go. That's Uh, where he's going to go. Hey, that's what Big and Jay's for. That's right. That's it. Makes it easier. It's hard enough as is. A little bit of help ain't going to hurt nobody. Heck no. And that feed is exactly what it does. (laughs) But uh, that was kind of the big highlight of that. I think we're about close to an hour into this. You want to? Let's take. We've our got second. a ton to talk about still. I think we're going to break this one up into two parts. Two parts. And I believe we may. Well, if we're an hour into it, yeah. let's. Uh, we're going to cut it there, guys. Yeah. Well, that will do it for episode fifteen. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors. You go through the sponsor list because you've got them close to in front of you. Yeah, we've got some really good sponsors. And while we're at it, we're going to go ahead and announce our other sponsor because we haven't announced it because we haven't done a podcast since then. Uh, we just recently partnered with Elk River Elk River Supply, yep. a local company here. Uh, they carry their, the main dog food seller here yeah. in the county. Uh, right, really good dog food for everybody at good prices. Yep. Uh, also carry Dan's Hunting Wear. Yep. Really good stuff. They've got awesome stuff. prices on Dan's stuff. you dang right. Uh, Any also, type of dog training leads, anything like yep, that. Yep, he carries a little bit of stuff. everything. You know, just quick, accessible. Just go and grab it. Garmin. He's got a lot of Garmin stuff there. Yep, and uh, it's family-owned. They've owned, They've had it for years. And it's one of those places that we we use, we have used for Forever. years. Everybody that's on the team goes down there. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, I went down there today and Mitch is down there, a couple yeah. other guys, you know, Jason Morgan with the with the Carriage Flight Wildlife Club, yep. he works down there, but we's all down there just talking and yep. bullshitting. Yep. I mean, it's just what it is. I think but, it's about becoming a place to hang out and talk, but <laughs> all kinds of good stuff to go and buy while you're oh, at yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So, so if you guys are ever in the area, check out Elk River Supply. Yeah, all They're kinds good of good stuff. And then really we good people. also like to thank Bone Collector Game Calls, NAP Archery, uh, Tacticam Reveal, Scent Carhartt, Crusher. Scent Crusher, Carhartt, I'll say that again, Scent Crusher. Federal Ammunition, I think you already said that one too. Nope, I didn't say that one. Um. All those guys. Mountaineer Outfitters. Oh, yeah, those guys. Realtree. Those are pretty good guys, Mountaineer Outfitter guys. Yep. Don't forget Realtree. Oh, yeah, Realtree. Best camo pattern in the That's industry. Right. That is right. we got some really good sponsors. We've got, we we, are, we've got the best we're very in the fortunate. business. Yes, I mean, we do. hands down, the best in the business. W Hunt and Supply. W Hunt and Supply. Those guys are really good to us. Uh, 
So it's easier when I have my banner, but yeah, we don't have no banner. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening <laughs> to the episode 15 of the back 40 skull sessions podcast. Uh, we are going to record the second part of this one pretty quick. And right now. yep. And we will have it out in a couple of days following the release of this one. You so don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. We've got more to talk about. There's a been a lot going on to talk about. You don't want to miss it. And there's it. a lot coming down the pipe. We've got some oh, big things planned. So you know it. The season's winding down, but we're just getting started. Dang right. Hey, guess right. what? Turkey season comes in a couple oh, months. God. Here, we go. Here we go with the damn turkey. Uh, I ain't dropped turkey season since it left. Since it, since it you wasn't this excited about turkey hunting last turkey season. I know. It's tore me up. I drug out turkey calls last night. Jeez. My mouth's still blistered. My, I mean, from one tooth to the other, my mouth's a big blister right yeah. now. That's pretty gross. but <laughs> It is pretty gross, but I'm telling you. Thank you for that. For a guy that never killed a turkey, I'm pretty tore up about it. Is that turkey hunting or herpes? That's, All right, guys. That's we're going to leave you <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening to the Bag 40 Skull Sessions podcast. Well, they sure as hell know me. In that mad dog town, 65 southbound, in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, I left black marks on every turn too sharp, like Voodoo can generally. This segment of the Back 40 Skull Sessions podcast is brought to you by Realtree, the official camo pattern of the Appalachian Holler Hunters. Be sure and check out Realtree's newest pattern, Realtree Timber, to stay concealed all season long.